Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. The aim of the COVID-19 coping study is to understand how the COVID-19 pandemic and associated control strategies namely social distancing recommendations and shelter-in-place orders, are affecting mental health and well-being of older adults in the U.S. Both Lindsay and I connect research aimed at understanding the social determinants of healthy aging. So I'm a geographer and environmental gerontologist looking at aging, neighborhoods, um, and geographic impacts on behavior and health in later life. And Lindsay is an epidemiologist who focuses on social and economic factors and population inequalities in cognitive aging. And we've worked together before looking at social isolation and loneliness in community dwelling older adults. And we found that isolation and living alone were both really common and strongly linked to mental health outcomes. And so we realized early on during the COVID-19 pandemic that the social distancing requirements and shelter-in-place orders were going to have strong and potentially very negative effects on older adults. And we wanted to do something about it. Older adults are likely to be strongly impacted by COVID-19. So in 2019, almost one in three community dwelling older adults in the U.S. lived alone, and half of those aged 85 and over lived alone. So a big concern for the health and well-being of older adults is social isolation, as well as disruption to both formal and informal care services and social support for those who need it. Another major concern is financial security and retirement savings. People approaching retirement age are losing their jobs or losing income at a time when they often need to be focusing on preparing for retirement. So far in the COVID-19 coping study, we found that over one in three of our respondents who were not yet retired have either lost their job, been placed on a leave of absence, or have lost income due to COVID-19. So the economic implications, as well as the social isolation implications, are likely to have heavy impacts on older adults with respect to COVID-19, and we are particularly interested in what this means for their mental health and well-being. Another thing that's important to remember when talking about older adults is that this is a really diverse population group with respect to things like pre-existing health conditions, which we know are risk factors for the severity of COVID-19 and mortality, as well as things like living circumstances, financial circumstances, social relationships, and other resources that are available or not available to deal with the COVID-19 crisis. The study is a longitudinal online survey that's available to anyone in the United States aged 55 and older. And you can access it from home on a computer, tablet, or phone that's either connected to the internet or to mobile data. We're recruiting people through word of mouth, as well as posting on listservs, social media, and online advertising. And once people take the survey, they have the option to follow up with us every couple weeks to check in on how they're doing. And we're also going to do in-depth interviews with a small sample of respondents to add some personal depth and stories to these broader elements captured in the survey. And the interviews will help us learn more about how people are experiencing and coping with these difficult circumstances, such as social and physical isolation, financial stress, food insecurity, illness, and loss. About 2,500 people have responded since April 2nd, and we are really excited about this, and we love hearing from so many people from across the country. 
We hope the results will inform social distancing guidelines, as well as coping strategies and procedures to help in future public health crises. We really don't have much evidence yet for the wide reach and impact of this pandemic, particularly on vulnerable older adults. And so the sooner we can better understand its impacts, the earlier we can intervene and support people, especially older adults who may be particularly affected by COVID-19. We think that the potential long-term effects of COVID-19 on older adults are vast. Financial insecurity and job loss will reverberate into people's retirement years, making retirement more financially precarious for many. The mental health effects should also not be underestimated, and this is really true for people of all ages. I think that we are going to see long-run effects on mental health due to the pandemic, as well as the deep economic recession that is happening because of it. We already know from previous recessions that rates of depression and suicide in the population go up during recessions, and I'm afraid that we will see that again. Our findings so far are subject to change as we continue collecting results, but so far we've observed that about one in four people in the COVID-19 coping study screened positive for depression, and one in 10 have screened positive for anxiety. We're planning long-term follow-ups with these study respondents so that we can better understand the long-term effects of COVID-19 and how people are doing one year out and several years out from the start of the pandemic. As Lizzie mentioned, an important takeaway from the study is that the impact of COVID-19 on population health is not just going to be the immediate effects of the virus itself. We're facing widespread and potentially very long-term impacts on the mental health and social well-being of both older adults and the broader population. And older people are particularly going to feel these losses rippling through their communities. And so we hope to provide some empirical data on the effects of COVID-19 and the pandemic control strategies on the mental health and well-being, and also bring to light some people's experiences, stories, and strengths as they go through this difficult time. We'll be collecting new responses for about one more month through late May and then we'll follow up with participants regularly over the next year. To participate in the study, you can go to our website, covid19copingstudy.com, and then click on the link to take the survey in either English or Spanish. I think that while social distancing has really caught on as a slogan and it's important given the need to suppress the curve and spread of this virus, it's important to still check in on older adults during this time. Some people, as we know, are, are cooped up and literally confined to a room. They can't have regular visitors from friends, family, or care staff. And so trying to be creative and check in with older adults who may be particularly alone and lonely is really important in this time. So whether you can call someone, send a card, send an email, just find different ways to connect with older adults in your life, not just perhaps immediately family members, but neighbors and other people as well who may be struggling. It can mean a lot to someone who is very alone in these times. One of the things that we're also trying to understand with this study is resilience to the pandemic and resilience to everything that's going on as a result of the pandemic. And so we're getting some really great responses from our participants about strategies that they're taking to cope and things that they are finding helpful for them to improve their resilience and improve their mental health as the pandemic progresses. So we're excited to share these results because we hope that they can be informative for public health strategies to minimize the impacts on mental health and well-being of this pandemic. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.